Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Ah! Definitely some disgust. Rose, and I think a little fear. Ah! But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. Ah. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere where even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> Did you bring wine? I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I feel beaten down by the intensity of living in today's complicated and divided world, I think of one of my favorite places, the theater district of New York City, the home of Broadway. Every time I stand in the bright twinkling lights of a Broadway marquee surrounded by a sea of smiling faces, I remember that while there may be anger and hatred in this world, there is an overwhelming amount of love too. People go to the theater to laugh, to cry, to face the reflected realities of life or to escape them for a few hours of pure entertainment bliss. To be transported into another world, a world of talent. A world of passion, suspense, innovation, joy. But most importantly, a world of love. And here, in the magical late morning glow of the theater district, surrounded by Broadway marquees. As the box offices face the rush of clamoring ticket buyers. We begin this year's musical holiday tale in three parts. We three have our parts to play. Spreading love this holiday. We're Brian, Kevin, and Kimberly. It's Kimberly. Welcome to Broadway, Broadwasted Actually, Broadwasted Actually, Broadwasted Actually, we are coming. 
because first of all, this is set in New York City. NYC. And sure, it's a collection of interconnected stories about relationships. Sounds pretty similar to me. But the stories are all different. Like, look, over there, there are two of our protagonists, boyfriends Kevin and Kevin, coming out of the subway station and starting to run through Times Square. Hey, Kev, slow down. What's your rush? I wanted to be there right when the box office opened today, but the train was late and it went express and it skipped our stop. Can we just enjoy our day, please? It's our first holiday season together in the city. Do we have to run? Yes, we have to run. I've lived in the city all my life and I'm not missing out on this another year. I made a promise to myself. Can you at least tell me where we're going? No time. Come on, let's go. Broadway stayed actually. Broadway stayed actually. We cannot factually prove a claim. Relate to that one movie you are thinking of is just in name. Wait, there are two Kevins in this story? Plus you? So three Kevins? No, that's too many Kevins. This is going to get confusing. Maybe I should be known as Kevin Prime. Or like OBC Kevin. As in you are the original Broadway cast of yourself? Exactly. It's like I always say. All the world's a stage, and life is a cabaret. So basically, we're all living in a production of cabaret. So be the Sally Bowles of your own life. That's perfect. We'll call you Sally Bowles. Wait, what? Okay, random singing quartet. Can you agree with Sally Bowles here that things are different than the movie so we can just move on and start this thing? We're thinking actually. No, don't call me Sally Bowles. We think that actually. Okay, Sally, I'm intrigued. Let's catch up with the Kevin couple and see where they're racing off to. We can't. We'll come back to them in a bit. But first, we have to stay here so I can introduce you two to the storylines that you'll be following. We're each narrating a different storyline, so we have to split up. But Sally... Seriously, guys, you can call me Kevin when the two Kevin characters aren't in the scene. No, that's way too confusing. And since the random singing quartet calls you Sally Bowles now... We basically have to. Brian has a point. They call you Sally Bowles in song, and in a musical, that's basically law. Yeah, sorry, Sally. Okay, whatever. Pay attention, because here they come. The next storyline. Brian, you're going to be following this lovely couple coming up the street from the direction of Penn Station. High school sweethearts Danny and Sandy. Look, they're right there. We made it, babe. New York City. I've got chills, and they're definitely multiplying. Tell me about it, stud. We're going to have the perfect NYC holiday together, honey. I promise. Because I have a surprise. Now, I know things have been hard. It's been a rough few years. Danny, you don't have to apologize for- No, I do. We've been struggling to make ends meet ever since high school. Money's been scarce, and we've been scraping by. But I want to show you how much I love you. So I have this little surprise. Danny, what did you do? 
We can't afford anything extravagant. Shh, just close your eyes. Come on, close your eyes. I did close my eyes the first time you said to close my eyes. This is a radio place, Andy. It doesn't count unless you say it out loud. How meta. Brian, shh. All right, all right, all right. My eyes are closed. Okay, hold on. There. Now open your eyes. Danny, what's this? You're holding two envelopes, one with my name on it and with your name on it. So I know we said no presents this year. Danny, you swore. Things have been way too tough. We've tightened our dance belt so much, we can't afford presents. This trip is already a splurge, and it's enough just to be here. I know, but I picked up some extra shifts at Lulu's Pie Shop, and I saved the best I could, so I have $50 for each of us. $50 each? Are you crazy? Crazy for you. So here, take your envelope and I'll take mine, and you have until the sun goes down to get me a present with the $50, and I have the same amount of time to find a $50 present for you. I was going to spend all $100 on a gift for you, but I knew it would break your heart to not be able to get me a present. Though I will say now that I don't need anything but you, so if you want to give me your 50 and I'll go shopping for an $100 gift for you, I'd be happy no, to- No, 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 I, I want to give you a gift. That's the best gift of all. Being able to give my husband I love something to show how much I love him. Something nice. Something perfect. Oh, Danny, that, this is so thoughtful of you. Even after all these years, you're the one that I want. Ooh, 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 honey. Okay, so when do we go shopping? Now. When the sun goes down, meet me right next to the Broadway Up Close Tours kiosk here in Times Square. Broadway Up Close Tours has a kiosk in Times Square? Yeah, we gotta stop by and try and see our tour guide, Tim. It's not a holiday in NYC without a trip to see Tim. So meet me there at the Broadway Up Close Tours kiosk when the sun goes down and we'll exchange presents. Oh, Danny, I'm gonna find you the perfect gift. So here we go. On your mark, get set, shop. Bye, Danny. See you soon. Love you. Love you too. I'm off like Grease Lightning. All right, Brian. That's your storyline. Go follow it. Wait, but how? They went in two different directions. Oh, right. I forgot to tell you. We're kind of magic in this story. Magic? Wait, like Harry Potter and the Cursed Child magic? No, nothing is that magic. But like, we have narrator magic. We can follow people and be in different places at once using one of these. A narrator portal. Well then, if we can do that with narrator magic, why are we splitting up? Why don't we just all stick together and- Brian, because deep in December, it's nice to remember and follow. Follow, 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 follow. Okay, 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 I'm going, I'm going. Have fun. The listeners will check in with you later. Sounds great. See you later, listeners of the show. Oh, this is so fun. So where's my storyline? Funny you should ask, Kimberly, because your story is about to begin with an epic collision. See those two people looking at their phones and not seeing they're about to run into each other? Oh no, should we warn them? No, it's destined to happen. Watch. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm so sorry. No, it was my fault. I wasn't looking where I was going and it... What was that? The sound of love at first sight. Love at first sight? I'm totally in. Sorry, it was my fault. I wasn't paying attention. I'm, I'm running off to an audition. Well, seventh callback, really. So, hoping that the seventh time's the charm. I'm Will, by the way. Will Shakes. Hi, Will. 
To be honest, I have no idea what a callback is, but I'm guessing it's some kind of interview. So, good luck, I guess. Break a leg. I beg your pardon? Break a leg. Okay, wise guy, look. I'm sorry I bumped into you, but there's no need to be rude and wish I'd break my leg. No, no, it's, it's just bad luck to say good luck to an actor. So we say break a leg instead. It's bad luck to say good luck? Yeah, good luck is actually bad luck. And it's for some crazy old reason that I honestly don't even know. I just know we say break a leg in the theater world. Oh, sorry. I'm not an actress. Oh, okay. Uh, you're a director, producer, designer. D, none of the above. I'm a lawyer. Corporate law. My name's Muggle. Mary Muggle. Yeah, <laughs> cool. You did the bond. James Bond thing with your name. Or does James Bond do the muggle Mary muggle thing? <laughs> Touche. But I mean, I feel like James Bond is a lot older than you, so I think it's a James Bond thing. Plus, the books and movies were... Oh, right, you're joking. Yeah, I guess that was my corporate law sense of humor coming out. Wow. <laughs> we are from two different worlds. Never meant to meet. But you're going to bridge the divide with love and then live happily ever after. So I take it that you're excited to be narrating this storyline? Oh my god, yes. As long as this doesn't end like a star is born. How could it end like a star is born when it doesn't begin like a star is born? I don't know, I haven't seen it. Kimberly, shh. My audition should be done by 2pm. Any chance I can buy you a coffee or a late lunch or somewhere and learn how the other half, well, <laughs> how the other half lives? The non-theater types. The muggles of the world, if you will. I don't know. It's a bad idea, me and you. I know, I just thought... But I need a bad idea. So, where should I meet you for lunch? Um, well, how about the Glasshouse Tavern? Okay. 2 p.m.? 2 p.m. And don't be late. I'm a very busy woman and I haven't got all day. Especially to wait around for an actor. Good. Because I'm not just an actor. No? No, I'm also an aspiring director and playwright. Does that mean you're an aspiring director and an aspiring playwright, or that you're actually a playwright, but you're an aspiring director? Yes. <laughs> You'll have to explain that to me. At 2 p.m., you better show. Don't lose faith. Don't get down. Don't despair. I'll be there. Well, okay then. It's a date. Great. So I'll see you then, Mary Muggle. Goodbye, Will Shakes. Parting is such sweet sorrow. Hey, that's a great line. I'm gonna have to remember that. Holy Hallmark, Kevin. It's like you wrote this storyline just for me. Happy holidays, Kimberly. I'm gonna follow Will Shakes first because I bet his audition's gonna be fun. Yeah, and you'll meet up with Jay. Jay? Really? Yeah, surprise! But hurry up and follow Will. The listeners will check in with you and Jay later. Okay, see you later, Sally. Not gonna lie, I kinda love calling you that. This may stick. Don't call me Sally! At least say the full name, Sally Bowles. Oh, never mind. Okay, so this is all going according to plan. Brian is following Danny and Sandy, poor high school sweethearts with $50 each to spend on each other. Kimberly is following Will Shakes and Mary Muggle's star-crossed romance from different worlds. I've got the two Kevins, so right now I need one more narrator. And I know exactly who it's going to be. Elekanamanam and Atumatum Elekanamen. Elekanamanam and Atumatum Elekanamen. Hey, what the? Hi, Aaron. Kevin, you've got to be kidding me. You promised you weren't going to summon me again unless it was an emergency. Oh, it is, Aaron. It is a catastrophic emergency. A narrator emergency for the Broad Wasted Holiday Radio Musical. A narrator emergency? Well, then why didn't you say so? I'm always happy to help. 
So what's this one called? Broad Wasted Actually. Oh, I get it. So it's like that British movie with Kira Knightley. No, and- no, no, no not, not at all. Because we explained this earlier with a random singing quartet, but you weren't here. So, well, you were probably doing Satisfied at the time, I'm guessing. But anyway, I need you to narrate a storyline. You know, the Hamilton people really don't like it when I disappear into thin air during a show, even if it is a narrator emergency. No, I get it. Look. If you do this, I can use my narrator magic to put you back in the show at the exact time I took you from, so no one will even notice that you're gone. Oh, wow, really? Well, then, actually, can you take me back, like, ten minutes earlier? I was a tiny bit late for an entrance because my costume was stuck during a quick change, but I know how to fix it in hindsight, so I wouldn't be late if I could go back in time and do it again. No, Aaron. What's done is done. I can send you back from the time I took you. That's it. So could you actually send me back to my costume change, but you just won't? Yes, of course, Aaron. It's narrator magic. I can do anything, but I don't want to use it for selfish purposes and fall prey to the dark side like Darth Vader. Oh, wow. You're referencing... Star Trek, I know. Fourth generation. (sighs) Okay, I'll do this narrator thing if you stop referencing sci-fi incorrectly. Deal. I'll beam you up, Chewie. Jump into this narrator portal, Aaron. Where am I going? Through the narrator portal. Don't worry, the audience is going with you. You're going to check in a few blocks away from the theater district where the true stars of our holiday radio musical, our friends at Broadway Bound Kids, are excited to attend a very special holiday performance. So I just jump through the narrator portal? Yep. Narrator magic. That's pretty cool, Sally. Sally? Seriously? How did you know that- Brian texted me. Of course he did. All right, off you go, Aaron. And listeners, you go with Aaron. I'm going to meet up with my storyline, the Kevins, so I'll catch up with all you guys later. Well, all right. Here goes. Better throw my hand in. Wish me happy landing. All I got to do is jump! Okay, here I am. Quick check of my surroundings. Warming up the old narrator voice. Ha! You! Okay. Here we go. Twas the night of the big holidays, and up on the stage, the Broadway-bound kids were working as hard in their theater class as folks twice their age. The city was covered in new-fallen snow, but the kids barely noticed, because they couldn't wait for the big show. I don't feel like I can wait any longer for the big show tonight, Oliver. The stars under the stars concert. I know, Annie. I'm so excited. Hey, can you guys come over here and have a seat, please? Yeah, let's all chat quick after an awesome class. You all should be so proud of yourselves. Great work today. Curly and I are sure proud of you. You all really put your hearts and souls into everything you do, and it really shows. Now, it's almost time to call it a day so that everyone can go get ready to attend the Stars Under the Stars concert tonight. So... Wait, Curly, where are Matilda and Billy? Oh, no, not again. Guys, where are Matilda and Billy? Annie? Oliver? I don't know. Honest. They were just here. If I knew where they were, I'll tell you. I mean it. I'll do anything for you. Laurie, anything. But I just don't know where they've gone off to. Marylitics, do you know? Let's find them. Maybe they'll know where the door to the garden is. Do you know where they are, Gavroche? Revolution! Okay, Gavroche, we talked about this. Not everything is cause for a revolution. Then I've got nothing. Tam? Let me try to replay where they went, like a movie in my mind. That's going to take a while. Young Allison? It's Al, for short. Only off Broadway. What? Nothing. What Curly meant to say was he's sorry. Al, 
So, did you see where Billy and Matilda went? Billy was practicing his dance routine. Though, I don't know why he was practicing, because he's the best when he really just lets loose and freestyles his own angry parkour dancing thing. Al, focus. Right, so Matilda was reading something as usual, and she got some brilliant idea, and she whispered it to Billy, and off they ran. But which way did they go? Doesn't matter if I say that way. I mean, what's the natural response? But this is a radio musical, so like, there's no visual point or reference to explain where that way is. I mean, did we even describe this theater we're in? Who's narrating this thing anyway? But suddenly, the child who was throwing shade at the narrator for no reason was compelled to simply answer the question with a straight answer. A straight answer? Did you even see Fun Home? Look kid, I've got to get back to Hamilton, so if we could just speed this up. I mean, I could just answer the question if I could score two tickets to Hamilton. Fine. Deal. Okay, narrate me back into the story. Al, pleased with herself for extorting two tickets to Hamilton out of the narrator, suddenly erupted with the information as if she couldn't hold it in any longer. They went that way, up the house, left aisle of this modest but beautiful theater with dark wood paneling and red upholstered seats that are charmingly faded, as if by the memories of shows and audiences that have passed through this hollowed space for nearly a century. Nice touch. Up that aisle and out the doors. I'm not sure where they went after that. You don't have to worry. Billy and Matilda always do this. They always run off and they usually come back. Right, but we still gotta find them. Look, let's split up. Annie, Oliver, and Mary Lennox, you guys come with me. Lori, you take Al, Tam, and Gavroche. We'll fight like 50 armies and we won't give up! Gavroche, while I appreciate the enthusiasm, there's no fighting, okay? Remember my rule? A fight on stage better be on the page. Only fights by the playwrights. Am I right? You're right. Okay, this building has four floors above a theater. You take the second floor with the dressing rooms, we'll take the third floor of the offices, and then we'll meet on the fourth floor of the rehearsal studios. Do you? Okay. We'll take the second floor, you take the third, and we'll meet on the fourth. Good luck. We gotta find them before they get themselves into trouble. Come on. Let's go, kids. We'll find them. I still believe. Thanks, Tam. Well, here we go. Text me if you find them. You too. Come on, guys. So off they went, searching for Billy and Matilda and... Wait, they went in different directions. How can I narrate for both groups at once? Narrator powers. No! Sally, you scared the... No! Out of me. Oh, hey, Carmen. Happy holidays. And how did I scare you, but you still remember to call me Sally? I'm a professional, Sally. Okay, and you're also a narrator, which means you have narrator powers now, Aaron. You can seamlessly jump between both groups in your story now. You have full dominion over your story. Oh, cool. Well, I'm off. Catch you listeners later. So off Aaron goes with two jolly bands of companions, the Broadway-bound kids with Lori and Curly searching for the missing Billy and Matilda. We'll be back with more of them later. But now, it's back through a narrator portal. It's time to check in with my story, The Kevins, and we're headed up above the theater district in Manhattan to the American Museum of Natural History. Whoa! Here we go! Oh no! We're in the narrator portal! Oh, okay. Here we are, the Upper West Side outside the American Museum of Natural History. Not a normal place for theater except for a special night around the holidays. And here come the two Kevins now. Okay, we've got to stop running so I can catch my breath. No, please, we're almost there. What, the museum? 
Really? We ran all this way to get to the American Museum of Natural History? Why? For the Stars Under the Stars concert. The what? The Stars Under the Stars concert. Every year around the holidays, the American Museum of Natural History puts on a private concert featuring some of the biggest stars on Broadway performing in the planetarium Under the Stars. It's hosted by the international theater celebrity Robbie Roselle. It's the greatest concert in the world, and it all benefits the incredible Broadway-bound kids. Oh my gosh, how have I never heard of this? It's kind of an underground thing. They sell crazy expensive tickets leading up to the event, but on the day of the show, they sell the remaining tickets like rush tickets at $20 a ticket. You have to be here before even the box office opens to get tickets to see the line of people there by the entrance. Come on, let's see if they have any tickets left. What a cool idea. All right. Now I understand the rush. I thought we were just running in some weird catch-me-if-you-can game, but this actually makes sense. Come on, Kev. I don't want to miss this. It means a lot to me, especially tonight. The Kevins race to the end of the surprisingly short line of the entrance, hopeful, that is, until the employee from the American Museum of Natural History walks out of the entrance. Better luck next year. Happy holidays. No! Wait, sir, you, you've got to have a few left. Maybe some last-minute holds or house seats or something? I'm sorry, sir, but we're sold out. We sold every single last seat. What about standing room? Do you have standing room tickets? Kev, come on. Let's go. Maybe next year. Please, sir. Please. I've got to see that concert tonight. I have to. There must be something you can do. Listen, I understand it's a big deal. I get it. But unfortunately, we don't have any standing room tickets. We packed the room to full capacity already. We had people standing outside in line since 3 a.m. waiting to buy the few remaining tickets we had left. And now they're all gone. There's nothing I can do. I'm sorry. Hey, maybe we can do something else fun tonight. We can head back to the theater district and get rush tickets to a show, any show, you pick. It'll be my treat for the holiday, an early present. No, you don't understand. I have to see that show tonight. I get that it would be an, an amazing time. I, I mean, any show hosted by Robbie Rizal is going to be incredible, regardless of who is performing, but they don't have any tickets left, so we can't get in. Then I'd rather just go home. Why is this concert so important to you? You wouldn't understand. Come on, try me. Never mind. Look, I'm sorry I dragged you around this morning trying to get here to do this. Let's just go home. It's fine. Wait, this concert really means that much to you? Yeah, but there's no chance now. Well, just hold on a second. Never say never. We still have time. The show isn't until tonight. What do you mean? They just said they're sold out. There's no more tickets. So we'll just have to find someone with tickets and convince them to sell them to us. Here. What are you doing? Well, I'm posting on the broad-waisted hashtag fans of the show Facebook group. I'm sure someone in there will have a lead on tickets. You think? It's worth a shot. Look, see, someone already responded. They bought four tickets, but two friends backed out. They're willing to meet us to sell them. Really? Come on, let's go get you those tickets. I can't believe this. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Kevin, Yeah. thank you so much. This means a lot. You can thank me when the tickets are in our hands. Now, come on, to the public theater. So off the Kevins race to the historic public theater with the hopes of making Kevin number two's holiday dream come true. But you, gentle listeners, are off somewhere else, to the studio of the incredibly talented artist and creator of the Lights of Broadway show cards, the wonderful Squigs, where right now, Sandy is trying to find the perfect gift for her love, Danny. Off you go into the narrator portal, listeners, and I'll see you in a bit. Have fun! Yeah.
Well, there you are, listeners. Welcome to Squig's Art Studio. The walls are covered from floor to ceiling with beautiful, intricate drawings of Broadway stars and Broadway shows. Spread out across a large desk are the proofs of a new batch of Lights of Broadway show cards that the master himself, Squiggs, is currently looking over to approve. And it's at this moment that our lovely, poor young lover, Sandy, enters the studio holding tight to her $50 bill. Why, hello. Welcome to my studio. I'm the- Oh, I know who you are, Mr. Squiggs. <laughs> my husband, Danny, is maybe your biggest fan. He has every Lights of Broadway show card ever made. Well, every single one except the extra special props to the press card of his favorite podcast, Broadwasted. He just loves Broadwasted so much. Well, anyone who loves Broadwasted is a friend of mine. So how can I help you, my dear? I'm just looking for the perfect holiday gift for my husband, actually. An original piece of your artwork would mean so much to him. I know he'd be beyond pleased if I could get something created by you, especially if you were kind enough to sign it for us. Of course, of course. Uh, well, uh, help yourself and uh, look around at everything. Uh, anything on the walls is up for sale, so let me know what jumps out at you. Thanks. Sandy's eyes feasted on all the beautiful and elaborate works of art surrounding Squig Studio. She felt like a kid in a candy store with so many incredible present options for her husband, Danny. But then she saw the perfect present. Excuse me, Squigs? Yes, Mrs.? Oh, you can call me Sandy. Can I help you with something, Sandy? Right there on the wall. It's perfect. The original print of the broad-waisted props to the press lights of Broadway show card. And, oh my gosh, it's even signed by the broad-waisted crew. Brian, Kevin, and, oh, look! There's Kimberly's signature. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. With that, Danny would finally have a complete set of Lights of Broadway show cards. It's the absolute perfect present. How much is it? Well, that one's extremely rare, and uh, with the signatures, it's it's $100. $100? Yep. Did you uh, want to buy it? Sandy looked down at the crisp $50 bill in her hand, and her heart began to drop. It was the perfect gift, something that Danny had always wanted and something that would make him immensely happy. But she only had $50. It wasn't enough. She shifted her weight, trying to think of something, and that's when she felt it, her prized possessions that she never left home without. She carried them in her pocket always, hers and Danny's tickets from the opening night of Hamilton on Broadway. Danny had saved up for a year in order to surprise her with tickets to the opening night of Hamilton, and that was the night he proposed to her. She loved those tickets more than anything, well, more than anything besides Danny. Mr. Squiggs. Oh, Sandy, you can just call me Squiggs. Well, Squiggs, I'd like to purchase the signed Broadwaisted Lights of Broadway show card print. Okay, great. But I only have $50. Oh, well, um, I wish I could help you, but... But wait, would you accept the $50 as payment and then these to make up for the rest? But Sandy, are, are those what I think they are? Yes. They're two tickets from the opening night of Hamilton on Broadway, signed by Lin-Manuel Miranda and everyone from the original cast. It's from a very special night I will never forget. 
But, but these are a treasure, priceless artifacts of musical theater history. How did you come to own them? My husband, Danny, he saved up for a year to buy two tickets to see the show on opening night on Broadway. He proposed to me that night. He couldn't afford the ring, but the tickets were enough for me, and they've become my own sort of wedding ring. It was one of the most magical moments of my life and an evening with my husband that I'll never forget. Wow. But, but how could you ever bear to part with these? They clearly mean the world to you. They do. I never leave home without them. Just feeling them in my pocket makes me feel special and reminds me of all the amazing memories associated with getting to be in the room where it happens on opening night. But I'll always have the memories and I love my husband more than any object, even the ones most special to me. I don't need a ring or tickets to show that I'm his and he's mine. We'll always be together, but he needs that print, sir, and I want to give it to him more than anything. I don't know what to say. Well, do we have a deal? If you're sure you can part with these. For Danny, I'm sure. You can't take it with you, after all. But anywhere I go in this life or the next, Danny and I, well, we go together. And that's all I need. Well then, all right. The signed Broadwasted Props to the Press Lights of Broadway show card original print is yours for, for $50 and these beautiful pieces of cultural history. Here, let, let me wrap the print up extra special for you. Oh, thank you, Mr. Squiggs. This will mean more to Danny than you'll ever know. Well, this, this Danny is a lucky man to have someone like you love him this much. I'm the lucky one. Okay, well, here you go. Thank you. Thank you so very much. And with that, Sandy made the ultimate sacrifice, trading her most prized possessions in the entire world for a gift for her husband, Danny. Leaving Squig's studio, Sandy takes out her cell phone and makes a call. Thank you for calling Mary Muggle and Associates. This is Mary. Mary, it's Sandy. Hey, Sandy. Did you guys make it into the city? I saw you were coming on Facebook. Why didn't you tell me you were coming? Oh, it's been too long since I've seen you. Oh, was it at your wedding? I think so. Danny and I have had a lot going on. It's, it's been a difficult few years, but yeah, we're here. I didn't reach out ahead of time because I didn't want to bother you. I'm sure you're very busy. That's what happens when you're a high-powered corporate lawyer, right? Yeah, but I'm never too busy for my sorority sister and close friend, especially at the holidays. Oh my gosh! Brian, our stories are touching! I know, isn't it crazy? It's not that crazy. I did say these were all interconnected stories at the beginning. Yes, I know, Sally, but this is still exciting when they connect. Yes, Sally, don't rain on our parade. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. This is the first connection revealed, so it is pretty cool. But let's get on with the story. Okay, okay. The phone call continues. So, what are you two lovebirds up to? I'm out shopping for Danny's present, and I just got the perfect gift. <gasps> That's amazing! Did you guys want to have a special dinner tonight? I, I can call a restaurant and make a reservation and leave my card to cover the bill. Totally my treat. Mary, that's very sweet, but I can't. Danny wouldn't like that. Oh, please. Consider it's my holiday gift to you two. I'd love to. I really do appreciate it, but I think we've got everything covered. You sure? It's no trouble. 
I'm positive, but thank you so much. It really does mean a lot. I just, I know you guys have had a rough few years and I always want to help any way I can. Just offering to help is more than enough, I promise. So, can I see you while you're in town? Well, do you have any lunch plans? No, oh shoot, actually I do. I met this guy. Say no more, a holiday date? How romantic. Yeah, I don't know, he's an actor. So? Well, you know how they are. Life upon the wicked stage and all that. Oh my gosh, he's in Wicked? No, 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 I meant that, never mind. I, I don't think he's in anything right now. He was going to an audition today, actually. Well, good for him, he's a working actor. An audition means he doesn't have the job, Sandy. Oh, yes, but going to an audition means that he is working towards having a job, and that's all that matters. Plus, you don't need a man with money. That's not your version of your white knight. Yeah, I guess you're right. He did say that today was like his seventh or eighth callback or something, whatever that means. That means he's almost got the job. That's a great sign. Oh, Sandy. I wish I could have your positive attitude about everything. Is there any way that I can see you guys while you're in town? Well, Danny's best friend, Curly, told us about a show tonight, the Stars Under the Stars concert, a holiday performance of benefiting the incredible nonprofit organization Broadway Bound Kids. We want to get tickets, but they were too expensive, and then there weren't any left. Curly was going to try to get us tickets if he could, but we weren't counting on it since it's so popular. Hey, Curly is in my storyline. All our stories are connected. Yay, narrator friends! Guys, focus. Simmer down, Sally. Okay, back to the phone conversation. Yeah! and the time to meet you and I'll be there. Amazing. And bring your date if you'd like. I'd love to meet him. Uh, well, let's see how the first date goes. Oh, this is the new guy. I bet he'll sweep you off your feet. Well, he almost knocked me off my feet when we met. Sounds promising. Okay, I'll text you later. Love you and good luck on your date. Apparently you should tell me to break a leg. <laughs> However you say it. Have fun. I'll talk to you later. So long. Farewell. I'll feed her safe. Goodbye. So there goes Sandy, off into the city filled with excitement about her present for Danny. And Mary continues with her workday while trying not to be distracted by thinking about her upcoming date with Will Shakes. And now, listeners, let's open up another narrator portal. And let's check in with Mary's man, Will Shakes, at his audition at the rehearsal studio, Gripply Rear. Throwback Broadway Away reference. What? N never mind. Listeners, go with Kimberly. Brian and Aaron, get back to your stories. We'll see you guys later. Everyone make your respective narrator portals. Okay, guys, here we go. We'll jump on six. Six? What a strange number to jump on. In one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, here we are, the bustling, busy hallways of one of the most famous rehearsal and audition studios in the city, Gripply Rear. Everywhere you look, excited and anxious actors are studying their sheet music, running over their monologues, and stretching out their bodies to be ready for any dance combination the choreographers can throw at them. Amidst all the frenzied chaos, sitting in a chair outside a studio waiting as patiently as possible is our man, Will Shakes. Will? Will Shakes? Oh my gosh, is that you? Gussie, 
What are you doing here? Uh, I have my final callback today for this new production of It's a Broad-Wasted Life. I'm up for the lead female part, Mary Failing. Really? That's why I'm here. Well, I- I'm not up for the part of Mary, obviously. I'm here for the part of George Failing. Oh my gosh, really? Small world, isn't it? Yeah, I know, right? It's so crazy to run into you. I mean, we haven't seen each other since... Gosh, when was it? It's been about two years. Has it really? Yes, because that's when you dumped me in front of everyone at the opening night party of the off-Broadway premiere of A Broad-Wasted Carol Channing. Oh, right. I guess last time we saw each other, well, we did have a good thing going, didn't we? Going, going, gone. Well, if it isn't Gussie herself live and in person. (gasps) Franklin? Franklin Shepard? What in Sondheim's name are you doing here? I'm just here for my final callback for George Failing and It's a Broad-Wasted Life. I'd really love to see this one come to Broadway. I mean, I did do the out-of-town tryout at Paper Mill Playhouse, so... So you basically have the part in the bag. (laughs) That is so funny you're here for that part because I'm here for that show, too. You don't say. Yes! To play your wife, Mary. Really? That's amazing. And we have such incredible chemistry already. This is perfect. We've got the parts for sure. Oh, Franklin, this is my, um, well, he's an old... (laughs) This is Will. Hi. Hi. Are you the audition monitor? No, I'm... No, Franklin, get this. He's here as your competition for the part of George. Really? (laughs) Isn't that something? Yeah, it's something, all right. Well, break a leg today, Will. If you need any pointers or tips, I'd be happy to give you some advice. I know that Live Again can be a tricky song to tackle, what, since I sang it eight times a week for two months in the world premiere production. Actually, I thought Jeremy Jordan sang the song in the world premiere production. Oh, well, that was a podcast. And I mean, who listens to podcasts? Am I right? As right as the rain in Spain, my dear. Are there any other girls here for Mary? (laughs) I don't know. It doesn't seem so, so fingers crossed. <laughs> well, if this is a chemistry audition, I'm not worried. Want to run through the sides with me anyway, Gussie? Just to make sure we're totally connecting the way they'll want? Oh, sure. Why not? Listen, Will, just let us know if the audition monitor calls us or something. We'll be right down the hall rehearsing. And just think, they're probably looking for an understudy, too. So maybe you will get cast after all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Guess things never change. It's still like it was. Just then, the studio door opens and out walks the stunningly attractive and devilishly handsome audition monitor, who looks like he clearly has an equally beautiful and perfect wife. What an intro. Hi, Jay. Having fun? Oh, you know, staying busy. Acting as an audition monitor for a fictional audition. What could be better? Oh, but hey, you know, I gotta make that fictional money. Are you narrating your own storyline? No. Actually, Kevin asked me if I wanted to tag team narrate the storyline that you're doing with you. He thought it'd be sweet for us to share something like this over the holidays. Aw, I love that. That's amazing. Come here, you beautiful stud muffin. Oh, Kimberly, what could be better than holding you close to me like this? Nothing. Except you letting me be the main narrator and you just adding supplemental details when I ask for them. What? I mean, this will be really great to narrate together, but... Let's do it more like you're helping me as my assistant narrator instead of being full-on co-narrators. Okay, then. 
fine. If you don't want me to share the duties with you, I'll just conjure up a narrator portal and go somewhere where I'm appreciated. I bet my best bud Brian wouldn't mind narrating with me. Uh, what's going on? Oh, I'm sorry, Jaybird. Narrator magic only applies to full-on narrators and not assistant narrators. This is total bullshit. This is for Broadway-bound kids. Come on, please, for me, be my assistant narrator. Please. Fine. Yay! Thanks, Jay. But right now, go back to your audition monitor role and say your lines. All right. After all, man's gotta do what what his wife tells him to. So, audition monitor. Okay, getting into character. Getting the physicality down. Jay, it's a radio play. Don't stifle my artistic processes! Okay, sorry. Thank you. Here we go. Will Shakes, thank you for coming in today. Of course, thank you for having me. Gussie, Frank, everyone in the room can't wait to see the two of them read together. We think it's going to be absolutely dynamite. Great. But they're excited to see you too, as another option. Gussie, Frank, (laughs) hi. Gosh, you know, it's hard to see anyone this hallway for the blob of people always here auditioning. Gussie, Frank. Oh, we're here, we're here. Will you look at that? You two look great together. Now that we've met one another, it's clear we deserve each other. You're perfect, and we're perfect together. Born to be forever. George and Mary failing in It's a Broad-Wasted Life! And I don't think anyone would argue that. Well, except maybe Will here. But he'll get his chance to show everyone in the room that the people they've basically already chosen to be the parts shouldn't be the ones that are cast. (laughs) Now, come on, Gussie and Frank. They want to see you two first. Obviously. Okay, uh, yeah, we're ready. (laughs) Yeah, ready, okay. Uh, We'll see you after, Will. Sure. Break a leg, both of you. Oh, and Will. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Gosh, I hate that guy. Oh, that Frank. Uh, and I wish I had seen through Gussie's opening number the first day I met her and knew she was the worst. Not a day goes by. As Will's anger and frustration slowly turned to sadness and defeat, he decided to call someone who could always cheer him up. Hey, Curly, sorry to bother you, but I'm just sitting outside of an audition and it's already not looking good, so I just thought I could... Hey, Will, I I hate to do this, but this really isn't a good time. Oh, right. How foolish of me. (laughs) You're with the Broadway-bound kids right now. Yeah, give or take a few. No worries. I'll I'll let you go. Will? Yeah? You're going to be great, okay? No matter what happens, it's not personal. You win some, you lose some. You get cast, you don't get cast. But you keep going no matter what, because you are a brilliant performer, and you can do this. I believe in you. Thanks, man. I'll see you tonight. Your ticket will be held at will call. It means a lot that you're coming. Of course. Uh, any chance I can get a second ticket, just in case? Why? Got a hot date? Maybe. I met this girl... <laughs> I set aside two tickets for you just in case. Annie, stay with the group. Sorry, man. I really gotta go. (laughs) No worries. See you tonight. Hang in there, bud. The feeling you're falling, the nerves in the air, the chance of a lifetime is waiting right there. Is this the beginning or is it the biggest mistake? A hundred auditions, and where was my part? 
Was it unwritten or lost from the start? How many times can I miss out on my big break? But still, will I blaze a trail on my own? A fade away into the unknown? All of these years on an uncertain line, I sing out my heart until singing was crying. The dreams and the I fade away into the unknown Some dreams they treat you like nothing at all Like nothing at all And sometimes it hurts to read The truth on the wall The truth on the wall And I don't know How far I'm gonna fall Thanks for coming in, but they're done with auditions for the day. We'll call you if anything changes. Sure. Great. Some dreams, they treat you like nothing at all. Like nothing at all. And sometimes it hurts to read the truth on the wall. The truth on the wall. And I feel the fear. And maybe I'm in for a fall I'm gonna see my curtain call Yeah Curtain call Cause I I can't believe I had to be the guy to send him home without getting an audition. I mean, that was cold. Yeah, it was, but he looked so cute doing it. I mean, so what do we do now? I mean, Will just left. We send the listeners through the narrator portal. So they can go check in with Sally and the two Kevins. Seriously, can we call Kevin Sally, like, all the time now? I kind of love him. I know, right? So good. Okay. Well, since you got to use your narrator magic to create a portal, I can tell listeners to go through the portal? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Gentle listeners, off you go through the portal that I'm not allowed to create because I'm just an assistant narrator. Follow along with the rest of the story. We'll see you later when our storyline continues. Well done. Now let's count them off together to six. 
God, I love that show. Jay, you're not supposed to call attention to the musical theater references. Oh, sorry. One, One, two, three, four, five, six. Well, hey there, welcome back. Right now we're staying outside the beautiful and historic public theater. The Kevins are supposed to meet with someone who they met on Broadway since fans of the show page to buy tickets for the Stars Under the Stars concert tonight at the American Museum of Natural History. Thanks again. Nice doing business with you. Hi. Uh, I think we chatted on the Broadwaisted hashtag fans of the show page. Uh, We're here to buy the tickets for the Stars Under the Stars concert. Wait, what? No, I just sold those tickets to the guy I talked to on that page. What? No, that's us. My boyfriend messaged you and, and said for us to meet you here. Right, and when I got here, I saw two guys who were clearly a couple, so I went up to them and said, are you two the ones who are interested in buying my two tickets to Stars Under the Stars concert tonight? And they immediately said yes, so, oh, no. Wait, hold on, where are the tickets? Well, I just sold them to those guys. I thought that, um, I'm, uh, look, there seems to have been a total mix-up. No, 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 this can't be happening. You didn't, you, you couldn't, how could you? Oh, Kevin, calm down. No, seriously, how could you be so stupid? You could see my boyfriend's picture in his post on Facebook. I really am sorry. 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 Oh, you're sorry. People are starting to stare. But those were our tickets. Look, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. And now there's nothing I can do. I wish I could help you. I'm sorry. Wait, no, please. Come back here. Come back. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Shh, please. please. Calm, calm down. Calm down. I have to see that show. I have to. I have to see the stars. Hey, 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 hey. Calm down. We're going to get you tickets, okay? There's still time. There's still time, Kev. We can make this happen. How? I still have a few tricks up my sleeve, okay? I won't let you down. I will make this happen. Now, come on. I've got a plan. But wait, where are we going? I'll tell you on the way, but not until part two. That's right, folks. Tune in next week for the exciting continuation of Broadwasted's 2019 original holiday classic, Broadwasted Actually. But until then, let's hear a message about the reason for this holiday radio musical and what you can do to support the tremendous folks at Broadway Bound Kids. Hi, Broadwasters. This is Jen Gambatis. Hi, I'm Cesar Samayoa. Jeremy Jordan. T-Boyich. Jeremy Kushner. I'm Michael Cerberus. This is Squigs. Antoine L. Smith. Jared Zerilli. Brendan Stimson. Aaron Alvano. Haley Pachoon. Robbie Roselle. Michael Kilgore. Madison Stratton. Andrew Bradis. James Monroe Eigelhart. And I'm Hannah Ellis, and this holiday season, all of us friends of the show want to ask all of you listeners of the show to look inside your theater-loving, radio play listening hearts and join us in supporting our amazing friends at Broadway Bound Kids. Broadway Bound Kids is a nonprofit that inspires and empowers young lives through the performing arts in a transformative and inclusive community. Their mission is simple to make arts education accessible to as many students as possible throughout Manhattan and the surrounding boroughs. Students in the Broadway Bound Kids program experience creative and exciting classes and workshops led by talented, caring teaching artists who are professional performers here in the city. Just like all of us, Broadway Bound Kids passionately believes that involvement in the performing arts increases self-esteem, confidence, self-expression, critical thinking, and empathy. These lessons will aid students at home and in school. Your support enables Broadway-bound kids to offer free, subsidized, and scholarship programs for more than 500 students every week. $1,000 can sponsor one child for Broadway-bound kids for an entire year. So let's see how many year-long scholarships we can give out for Broadway-bound kids. Check out the Broadwasted Facebook page for the link to the Facebook fundraiser for Broadway-bound kids. Don't have a Facebook? Then go straight to www.broadwayboundkids.net 
and click on the donate button. And that's it. Hi, my name is Erin Glass, and I'm the founder of Broadway Bound Kids. Thank you so much for your support. And from all of us at Broadway Bound Kids. And all of us friends of the show. And, and from, from all of us at Broadway Stid. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy, happy. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Feliz Navidad. Happy holidays. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There is enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.